Hey seekers, welcome to the first episode of Bhagavad Gita series created, interpreted and narrated by none other than me. Well, I feel this topic is so close to my heart that it's sort of a spiritual obligation for my birth, a purpose of my life so as to say. For some reason, I don't want to die before I share my understanding of this book. This is just my second YouTube video and I have no prior experience of content creation. However, I will give my best to deliver the highest quality content as a part of this animated series. This will be a condensed form of knowledge, a crash course so as to say, about attaining the absolute truth explained in one of the greatest philosophical and religious dialogue between a disciple, Arjuna, and his spiritual master, his guru, Sri Krishna. Time is the most important as well as limited commodity we can ever afford. So rather than wasting our time and trying to convince you why you should stay back and watch this series, I would like to list down the reasons why you should exit this video right now. Number 1. If you are looking for religious content, you have reached the wrong place. This series is created purely from spiritual as well as philosophical point of view. I will be quoting few of the religious books but that doesn't mean it's religion. Number 2. If you are looking for a Bhagavad Gita expert, I am not a guy. I would like to call myself a storyteller, a narrator so as to say. But I also like to live up to the preachings of this book. Number 3. And the most important one. Well, I'm a self-proclaimed Baba. <laughs> well, it just sounds good along with my name, right? I had plans to travel 20 countries in 2020, but let's just say that destiny had its own plans and I'm here making these videos. To narrate this story, I have used Bhagavad Gita as it is as a reference. This book is creation of His Divine Grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Well, it's a pretty long name, but I'll tell you the details about him. He is hell of a guy. He is the one who actually started International Society of Krishna Consciousness, ISKCON. This series or me have not been sponsored by any society, any religion or any form of affiliation. I'm creating this solely from the purpose of delivering high quality philosophical and spiritual content that is focused on attaining nothing but absolute truth as explained by Sri Krishna roughly 5000 years ago. However, before I start talking about karma theory this book has to offer, to realize your true purpose of life before I dive all the way to the bottom of the ocean of this spirituality to bring out this pearl of knowledge, I would like to name out few famous personalities who have been inspiring generations and who have found their true purpose of life when they read Bhagavad Gita. The first name that comes to my mind is Albert Einstein. He is the one who came up with this theory of relativity and challenged the concept of gravity. Such a deep concept accepted by society for more than 500 years. I guess before that it was what Isaac Newton? Imagine that level of uncertainty that might be going on in his mind. Like human being in his 20s shaking the pillars of scientific understanding of a universe in the middle of a world war. Next person on the list of my examples is Swami Vivekananda. He was born in 1863 and was a Hindu monk, a chief disciple of 19th century Indian mystic Ramakrishna. So the story goes like this. The parliament of the world religion opened on 11 September 1893 at the Art Institute of Chicago as a part of world's Columbian exposition. On this day, he gave a brief speech representing India and Hinduism. I will talk about it when the time comes right in rest of the series. We got 18 episodes. Next is Mahatma Gandhi, a lawyer turned anti-colonial nationalist, political ethicist 
who kindled the flare of non-violence in the people of India to lead them against the British rule. Imagine that level of determination you need to stand against the British Empire of 20th century, where sun never set. At the age of 61, he led Dandi March in 1930 for a civil disobedience to walk for 240 miles, 384 kilometers of 24 days, roughly 10 miles a day, just to make a point to the government that they cannot tax the residents of India for salt. Can we have that type of politician now? Next guy who has inspired me is Steve Jobs. Well, he has inspired a lot of us, right? A college dropout hippie, a pot smoker guy who <laughs> incidentally came across a group of people on the streets of California who were chanting Hare Rama Hare Krishna. These Hare Rama Hare Krishna are those same guys from ISKCON, that International Society of Krishna Consciousness. At the mere age of 19, in 1974, he traveled through India seeking spiritual enlightenment and studying Zen Buddhism. Well, <laughs> this guy was out of the world, man. Anyways, this led him to find the purpose of his life and he found Apple. He found his purpose by connecting the dots of his experiences over his lifetime. Next on my list is Elon Musk. Well, he is modern life Tony Stark, an engineer, an industrial designer, a technology entrepreneur, philanthropist, CEO of SpaceX, Tesla, Boring Company. God knows what is going on in his mind. I don't think in today's world he needs any introduction. Another person who has left a deep impact on me is, yes, this guy's a hero, Narendra Tamodadas Modi. He is my hero since my childhood. He is the 14th and current Prime Minister of India since 2014. He is also a member of BJP, RSS. You might be thinking, this guy is such a Hindu and he's saying don't affiliate me with any religion. But no guys, I mean, he is Narendra Modi, is actually a hero. He came from the roots of like a chaiwala, someone who was a kid on the streets of India selling tea and eventually becoming the Prime Minister of India is the true democracy. Anyways, moving on to the last one is A.C. Bhativedanta Swami Prabhupada, whose work actually inspired me to take up this project. His spiritual master asked him to spread the message of Bhagavad Gita around the world. So what? He just left India and in his possession was a suitcase, an umbrella, a supply of dry cereal, about $8 worth of Indian currency and several books in a box. Actually, several boxes of books. When he sailed to United States in 1965, his trip was not sponsored by any religious organization, nor was he met upon the arrival by a group of loyal followers. He just got on a ship. In fact, on the way to Boston, he had two heart attacks already. By traveling through the United States, he was attempting to fulfill the wish of his guru and just fulfilling that message of global missionary Vaishnavism to the Western world. The list can go pretty much very long, but I'll have to stop over here since we have a very limited time for the video. The fundamental and basic commonality between the personalities I mentioned and us 
us is we are made up of those same five elements that material world is made up of the fundamental difference between us is well all of them were enlightened by their purpose to walk the path of their life which they chose slowly but gradually the knowledge of this book compels us to think in a way that we question our existence we seek a change in our thinking which is possible with a strong willpower persistent belief in our dreams as well as consistent effort working towards our goal without giving up how do these people reach that level of mental toughness to fulfill their purpose these people we talked about are highly influential as well as accomplished but who am i to narrate the story to all of you well if i need to introduce myself based on my past then i have a bachelor's degree of statistics masters of computer science postgraduate diploma in project management i have been a consultant since past 10 years living in canada and enjoying the beautiful weather of vancouver well i'm a hiker i'm a snowboarder i love to travel i first read bhagavad gita when my grandmother passed away that was in 2013 and when i read it for the first time i was so baffled that i had to read it back to back for like four times since then this book has literally changed the way i have been looking towards life i have always been suggesting people to read this book anyone i meet even on the streets but i think now that i have enough time i want to fulfill my purpose well enough about me let's continue to the story as we dive into the story i do need to introduce you to the plot the reason this whole conversation started between krishna and arjuna who was krishna who was arjuna all the names on the characters i would be talking about i'll have to introduce you to all of them well to start with long time ago there was a king named bharata from kuru dynasty who ruled the vast plains of the subcontinent of india generations came after generations long story short there was a set of two cousins on one side there were 100 brothers and entire remote family of arjuna and on the other side arjuna and his four brothers along with krishna so what hindu culture believes is krishna was the human incarnation of the supreme personality of godhead himself who was descendant on earth and was playing the role of a prince in a contemporary dynasty as well as a nephew of pandu's wife kunti now that the plot was ready the battlefield was ready but arjuna was not sitting on the chariot and looking at the ocean of army in the battlefield arjuna asked krishna to take his chariot right in the center of both of the fields since krishna was his chariot rider he thought let's follow what he's saying right so having said that krishna drew up the chariot in the middle of the battlefield once reached in the middle arjuna was able to see everyone clearly his brothers his teacher drona his grandfather bhishma as well as his entire family on one side Arjuna said seeing my friends and family present before me in such fighting spirit i feel the limbs of my body has been quivering my mouth has been drying up my body is trembling my hair are standing i bow down to you govinda i am now unable to stand here any longer i'm forgetting myself my mind is reeling i see only causes of misfortune 
I don't see how anything good is going to come by killing my family. Why should I kill them? Even though their heart has been overtaken by greed, I see no fault in killing one's family or quarreling with friends. Why should we? Killing so many people will actually create a population imbalance. I don't want to be the reason to kill the family traditions. In fact, I have heard that those who kill the family traditions are destroyed and dwell always in hell. It's so strange that I was preparing all this time to commit a greatly sinful act. It's better that the sun of Dhritarashtra just kill me unarmed. Having said this, Arjuna, depressed, cast aside his bow and arrow and sat down on the chariot with his mind overwhelmed with the grief. This state of uncertain mind is so relatable. How many times in our lives we come across a situation where we know what is the right thing to do. We have all the tools, the bows, the arrows to fight the issues of our lives. But the only thing missing is our willpower. The willpower and the sense of self-determination is the key distinguisher between a common man and an enlightened one. With this, we have reached the end of chapter 1. But this can be our takeaway from first episode. It is possible that Albert Einstein had the clouds of uncertainty lingering his mind while submitting his revolutionary theory of relativity. When Steve Jobs was forced out of Apple in 1985, where did he gain that confidence to get up and start next a workstation company all over again? It was eventually bought by Apple which opened the doors of return of Steve Jobs back in Apple. Funny story, the next computer's operating system is now the foundation of most of Apple's products such as Macintosh, Mac OS and iOS of iPhone. Thank you for spending your time to watch my creation. If you liked it, please hit the thumbs up button. If you want to get notification of my next updates, please don't forget to subscribe my channel. Also, let me know in the comment section what do you think about this video, what are the improvements I can bring. As I said earlier, this is my second video and I'm willing to improve. I'm targeting to release one episode every Monday, breaking the entire book into 18 episodes. So hope to see you in the second one.